All right. Are we ready? Okay. Uh, let's call the meeting to order. Uh, roll call. Mr. Lamar? Present. Mr. Kabicki? Present. Ms. Hughes? Present. Let's stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay, I make a motion to approve and the signing of the minutes of the regular meeting minutes of April 12, 2022. Do I hear a second? A second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Okay, we move on to open form. Do we have anybody signed up for open form? I don't think so. Not. No, we do not. Okay. Uh, then let's move on to the reports. Let's start with not, nothing less than the fiscal officer report with Ms. Heakin. Uh, Lauren did a very nice job in my absence. <laughs> That's right. You guys were very nice to her. Um, April is the start of the second quarter of the budget year. The general fund ending balance is $3,209,330, which is an increase of 1% from March. Restricted funds were $6,038,058, which is a decrease of 10% from March. These funds combined total $9,247,388, which is a decrease of 1% from March. Revenues for April were 486,291. Expenses were 1,012,093. Year-to-date revenues are 2,870,628. And year-to-date expenses, 2,135,950. Voter-approved levy revenues do not fully cover the cost of the township's public services. Our JED-Z um, zone businesses Business revenues cover the cost of services that exceed the property tax revenues. Thanks to Columbia Township's success in attracting and supporting businesses, we are able to continue to provide our community with exceptional services at a lower cost. Thank you. Any questions? Okay. Then uh, any questions about the road superintendent's report? Anything we want to add uh, from Mr. Frazier? I'll add something really quick. Mm -hmm. Is the Construction on Cambridge and Buckingham is on schedule, mm -hmm. and um, I've seen the crews out there working. I've seen Dustin out there checking on everything. Every um, morning. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, hopefully it's on schedule, so that's a great thing. Yeah, so the worst part is probably to come when they dig up the road and replace it. That'll be a little bit challenging, but mm -hmm. um, we'll send letters out as part of that. Yes, yeah. yes, we actually have a scheduled loop to go out this Thursday. Good. With updates. Okay, great. All right, and then we move on to the administrator's report with the always accurate Ms. Taylor. We have a long agenda tonight, so I'm going to try to stay high level. Um, a thank you to our staff. We always open with, uh, and with a nod to Trustee Hughes, who is a very uh, big supporter of our uh, township beautification program. So all of the streetscape pots and beds have been cleaned out, and uh, the crews pick up an entire dump truck of flowers this week and we'll start putting those out and we are doing more flowers bigger flowers uh, each year the 2020-2021 Ohio audit is underway we have had auditors here working with us this past week we cleared them out for the meeting today and uh, that process will take several months <clears throat> 
we had, in terms of events, great things are happening in Columbia Township. The Flying Pig Tail, emphasis on tailgate, was a huge success. Um, I'll let um, uh, Trustee Lamar talk about it uh, when he comes to trustee reports. Uh, but I dropped pictures of him. Uh, he hosted the event, the neighborhood event for Madison Place, but also was an MC of sorts along the race course with a microphone encouraging uh, runners as they came by. And so I dropped a couple of pictures from that. Uh, and our um, rescue pig, which I know that uh, you'll mention. Great news on the progress that we're making on the uh, Neighborhood Economic Development Program, NED, the half a million dollar additional investment that the trustees are making in our neighborhoods for beautification on top of all of our regular investments and services. Um, you're aware that we hired an arborist earlier this year to help us roll that program out. and. Uh, on the agenda this evening, we actually have a resolution for utility markings, which is the next step uh, as we prepare for where trees can uh, be planted. And I've dropped a picture, and then I have a handout uh, just to show, uh, show you. Uh, Jerry Frankenhoff is our arborist's name, and he is a wizard at apps, and I had shared before he created a location map of all the neighborhoods showing the exact location of existing trees, and it, the app connects to a drop-down menu that explains tree age, tree health, tree risk, and all those different public safety and public beautification features. His next phase of work, and this is an example, is that he is mapping on an aerial existing trees and proposed location of new trees in each of the neighborhoods and uh, the types of trees he's proposing, pictures of them, descriptions of the trees, and then uh, information about which houses he's proposing them in front of, uh, all again on an app. And once we have all the utilities marked, we will know exactly where we can or cannot plant new trees due to what is underground. We already know what is overhead, and then we will be able to finalize these and use them for resident engagement. So I'll just pass this around. You can see this is an example of an aerial, and you can see where he has overlaid uh, existing trees and, and new proposed trees, and then later in the packet um, is the, the types of trees and a little bit about the trees. So really an amazing That's project. Amazing. He's a whiz. So, and then all of that content will be ours. Oh to use for the street tree management program here forward. Uh, let's see. Um, I always mention ener energy aggregation. Interestingly, I was the target this week of a call. We received a call asking for um, me and from Duke Energy. And it turns out, short story, it was not from Duke Energy, but they represented they were from Duke Energy and they were mm -hmm. calling because I was on the contact for this property to um, tell them that they needed to switch uh, us over uh, to whatever the company name was. It started with an A, and I said, N no, you don't. We're with an energy aggregation through the township, and you do not and will not switch us. So that was interesting. They are misrepresenting who they're calling from. They were not calling from Duke Energy. They were using that to get the um, person for the <coughs> credibility of we're from Duke Energy and we need to switch you over, which is entirely a, a lie. So I want to share that again with our residents. 
Uh, we talked briefly just a moment ago about Buckingham Place and Cambridge West. We are on schedule. We are continuing to keep our residents in the loop about the projects. They are both estimated to uh, weather pending, weather permitting, sorry, to be completed the end of July. The uh, utility work uh, has been completed, new water lines, water line testing, and so shortly the crews will begin uh, working on actual, as, as uh, Brian mentioned, surface work on Buckingham and then later we'll move to Cambridge and Lauren will send out an update this week on that. And uh, the only business highlight that I want to make is that Big B Coffee at, on Wooster next to Walgreens is now open. So they said that at some point they hope to be out and about in the community handing out some promotional coupons to, to draw people in. So, and they do have a drive-thru. There was a Any lot questions? in here. There was a lot in there, but I <laughs> skipped a lot of yeah. it in the, in the sake of time. A lot so. going on. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Any questions about the administrator's report? No, but I'm real excited about the trees. Yeah. Trees, flowers. And then we're in the final stretch of the sidewalk as assessment. So maybe June or Ju probably July we'll have that report. So cool. Okay. Thank you. Uh, now we move on to the economic de development report uh, with Mr. Montgomery. In July. He'll be here next time, July. So any questions about that? No. Okay. Then we move on to the police report with Lieutenant Neighbor. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, just a couple things to touch on. Uh, we had our uh, drug DEA drug take back program it was very much a success. Uh, just last week, had two boxes come in, got 25 pounds worth of prescription medication wow. turned into our district up there in Silverton. A lot had my name on it. <laughs> I went by. Got rid of some stuff. I wasn't there. So. I was, right as they were closing around 2 p.m. It wasn't busy, but they had boxes of medication, so I, I appreciate it. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, overall, we've had a decrease in thefts and decrease in crime uh, as compared to last month as was compared to last year to date. Um, so that's a positive. Uh, just a reminder of the residents that uh, this time of year a lot of people are, are out uh, getting a little bit more active because it's warmer out. So a lot of people will, again, I say this almost every time we have a meeting, uh, just make sure you're locking your cars, keep your valuables out of your cars. and. Uh, so we don't have the car stolen, which, by the way, is on the rise countywide as far as the uh, thefts of autos. So, but not so much here in Columbia Township. So that's a good thing. And that's about all I have to report for the police board. Okay. Any Thank questions? You. Okay. All right. I, I would like to say, without going into detail, we've had a chronic matter that has been a nuisance since late last year, and. The sheriff's office worked so closely with us to come up with a plan to address it, and we had a major breakthrough last week. Okay. Um, and um, it was a phenomenal day. So, <laughs> <laughs> All good. Thank you. Entirely on them. <laughs> okay, uh, with that, we move on to the fire reports with the, about the Little Miami Fire District and the Deer Park. Silverton Fire District with Mr. Lamar. Um, I'll start off with Deer Park Silverton. Um, first of all, I appreciate both chiefs being in attendance. Um, they're both really part of the community. I met with uh, 
Chief Safki this week, and he wants to be more part of the community. Um, asked me how we can do that and how we can work together to get him and um, the Little Miami District be more part of the community. And I thought it was great that he reached out and said that because um, we want them to be part of the community too and be visible. And um, but for Deer Park and Silverton, um, things look good in terms of the report. I did want to mention um, July 23rd, we're having an open house. You can come touch a fire truck, as I like to call it, and see that. I'll be there probably. Um, I think some people there's like three of you aren't there. I mean, there's one of you I love everywhere. it. If I get to go visit a fire station and see the pretty trucks, I will be there. Um, and in true Columbia Township fashion, we'll probably have a couple snacks or something. It's from 1 to 4, July 23rd, um, primarily for the Ridge Fire District. So the Ridge Fire District, um, that's Ridgewood primarily, but if you live around Ridge and Highland or anything kind of north of Madison Place, that's probably your district. So invite the community to put that on your calendar, July 23rd from 1 to 4. Um, for Little Miami, um, things are going well. You know, March 1st is when it was officially the Golf Manor Station closed. So I think they've been working hard to kind of manage all the equipment. There's a lot of equipment in the mm -hmm. building, and I know the chief thinks it's kind of messy in there, but um, it's pretty full in that building right now as they try to sort through all that equipment. And so, again, I want to appreciate um, Chief Sifkeeper for being part of the community, um, attending all of our events that he can. And um, I know he, he wanted to say something, Chief. I did. I wanted to bring up, um, just to inform the board, um, when I go to the next fire board meeting, I'm going to ask them to consider a, uh, a levy, uh, an operating levy to help us. We have a projected shortfall, so details will be at the fire board. But I just wanted to inform the board so that there's, uh, so that they are aware that I will be going to the fire board for that. Uh, additionally, it is May, so May is Motorcycle Awareness Month. I uh, want everybody to be aware of motorcyclists on the road and uh, pay attention, and uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. And just to be clear, uh, when, when we're talking about an, an operating levy, the Little Miami Fire District, I always say this because to clear up some confusion, it's a separate taxing authority, so you're going to the Little Miami Fire Board Correct. and talking about an operating levy. And Correct. also, I appreciate it. I know you've been working tirelessly with Mike Lemon, some of our legal counsel, bond counsel, et cetera, to get a great handle, better than we've ever had on the Little Miami Fire District uh, long-term 20-year, 10-year plan yes, expenses sir. and everything else. So you, you, I commend you for how hard you've uh, done, you've worked to conquer and give us a better understanding of what it takes to run a fire department and what it takes to, you know, bring in and have a professional, well-equipped, well-funded, well-maintained, uh, and um, well-staffed fire department. So commend you for that and I appreciate you. you coming here tonight to go at least tell everybody that you're going to be asking for something that you're going to be taking out to the public to explain to them in detail of why you need what you need to go the resources you need so great stuff I appreciate it thank you and I'll just add one more thing that Chief corrected me on actually is I think a lot of residents in Madison Place particularly think that the fire Little Miami Joint Fire District Fire Station, which sits in Fire Fairfax, that is the Columbia Township Fire Station. That's your community fire station. It sits in Fairfax. We've been partners with Fairfax for ever they were once part of columbia township and we've had a great partnership with fairfax that will continue but that fire station is your community fire station and so i wanted to point that out to you okay thank you i heard nothing but good things about you <laughs> and i'm happy that you're here Thanks. and uh, i hear you're a man of integrity and you got lots of smarts and so we're working hard thank you, so much. Hey, thank you for all your hard work
Okay, with that, we move on to trustee reports. Uh, anybody have anything they want to report? Let's start with Susan. No, I have nothing. You're good? Okay, I'm good too, but Brian, I know you are. I always have something, right? <laughs> so I let's go. To no, you're totally good. I like it. Will you mention Margarita, Bill? Yeah, I'll mention that. Yes. Um, as Melissa mentioned, I thought we had a great event for the Flying Pig Marathon. It was incredible. And um, I appreciate you coming and our staff coming, getting there, working tirelessly as always, getting there at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> um, that's not our typical party in Columbia Township. Usually um, we're getting there in the afternoons and staying out late, but this was getting there early, cheering on the runners for the marathon, which is one of my, I've done it for years, and many residents of Madison Place have done it for years. And so the ability to turn our old fire station into a community center and have a viewing party this year was just was really happy about that that the community got to, got to come and celebrate and see each other um, I think it'll be bigger and better next year as the fireplace the firehouse should be um, in much better shape next year as it is this year but I um, appreciate the community coming out and all the hard work we had a we had a rescue pig named Jamison there um, that the residents or anybody the runners we had lots of runners came in and take selfies with the pig <laughs> it's kind of a unique situation but we had food and we had beverages and we had um, music and I was on the mic like Melissa mentioned trying to cheer on the runners you missed your calling you were brilliant made that a couple of jokes uh, promoted our local businesses mm -hmm. um, and just promoted Columbia Township as a, you know that's a good half mile stretch they run through Columbia Township and I want people to know that and um, again we'll do that again next year and I was just thankful for everybody and really proud of everybody and again, to commend you for the energy you put into doing that made the, the, the whole event better. And obviously, Melissa, you, and Lauren. Lauren, and Shana, Dustin, Shana, Kim. Chandra, everybody. And Chandra. everybody. And, and um, Shanda. Shanda. Chandra. Chandra. Yeah. Chandra. So I said Chandra. Chandra. <laughs> I missed it. So Chandra, uh, I know because when I reached out to Brian to commend him, he said make sure you pass it on mm -hmm. to everybody. So incredible, incredible events. And it makes the community just so much better. So. Appreciate it. And we can feature the businesses, as Brian said. We had <laughs> breakfast wraps from Scramblers, mm -hmm. and then uh, breakfast pastries from Cervatis, and coffee from the Madison Place Coffee. And one humorous note, I hope everyone thinks this is humorous, but in a, in a nice way. At one point, the vendor near us, who is uh, um, one of our residents of Madison Place is involved in uh, the bacon station, mm -hmm. Rock. So at one point they were carrying trays of bacon upright in cups like you get at Penn Station for french fries through the crowd and came into our crowd. We had a crowd along the trail or along the race and then a crowd on the front um, patio of the firehouse and inside the firehouse and so they're walking around and so we had a live pig which is bacon before <laughs> and we had bacon station walking outside so it was kind of an interesting and then pig flying and people dressed as pigs so it was it was one of those moments that it was like all around you couldn't miss the theme so good stuff it was a, it was a great event you did a great job oh yes. thank you I just showed up and they handed me a mic and I didn't never I never gave it back first and last time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> and you also mentioned June 4th that's our next big event June 4th, that's a Saturday. We, if you remember last summer, we did a Margaritaville party. And that Welcome was back, probably summer. my favorite party we've ever had in this township. It was incredible. 
Um, the whole block around Murray Avenue will be shut down and probably be pretty similar to what we did last year mm -hmm. with live music and we'll have food and vendors and we'll probably all likely be there. But June 4th, put it on your calendar because that's be a blast to kick off the yeah, summer. And the Jimmy Buffett tribute band is incredible too. Pir Pirates of the Caribbean. And, and the then Caribbean. also, this is what we started during uh, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, using yeah. a portion of our CARES funds and that we now want to continue because it was so such a popular venue, Taste of Columbia Township. Oh. So the 10 to 12 restaurants or chefs, because we're learning more as we do the focus on our restaurants, we have chefs that are coming out as we, as we focused on in the podcasts. Uh, Brendan from Bee's Barbecue and then Claire mm -hmm. of uh, Claire's Cakery. And so we're inviting them as they are able to, even though they don't have storefront locations here, they are chefs and have a, um, a you know, creation, a food creation. They're foodies that they can participate as well. So we're, we're continuing to draw out and promote our small businesses and our entrepreneurs through our block events. Awesome. So we're going to do that again this yeah. year. So it'll be Margaritaville, Welcome Back Summer, Taste of Columbia Township. When the weather cooperates, they're great. So and when the <laughs> weather doesn't cooperate, they're good. <laughs> right. So, all right. That we'll have tents and we'll have the firehouse will still be open. Right, that will be good. the last event. Anything else we have on trustee reports? Then we move on to communications. Um, any questions about the communications or comments? We posted on the, the pig. We posted on the... Um, the Columbia Makers podcast, uh, some of our featured, and then also um, 50 West was highlighted as the top location for enjoying uh, the outdoors uh, at breweries, top location for breweries, and a big spread uh, that the Cincinnati Enquirer did on a Sunday. Um, half the page was about 50 West, and they were the lead with some of the others. A, a great picture that we all know. So, you know, once again, part of our backyard mm -hmm. at the township. They're a great asset to the community, and they always do things when we reach out to them, ask them to do anything. They do it with mm -hmm. pleasure and passion, and the principals show up. So it's very nice, very good asset to the community. Okay, that we move on to resolutions. <clears throat> okay. So the first resolution is a supplemental appropriation, one reading only, uh, to supplement resolution 2157, the 2021 Columbia Township annual appropriation, and supplement appropriations 2213 and 2218. This is whenever we receive revenue in or have expenses that were not part of the original budget a year ago. Uh, do I have any questions? Uh, so, may I have a motion and a second to pass the resolution? I'll make a motion. We pass it. Do we have a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Thank you. The next four resolutions are emergency um, related to, uh, to a certain degree, pandemic impacts with supply chain, labor shortages, and uh, other um, matters that are seasonal related to township services. Uh, the first is authorizing an agreement for professional utility location and marking services for Neighborhood Economic Development Program, NED, authorizing the administrator to enter into an agreement with the underground detective, dispensing with the second reading, and declaring an emergency. Whenever we typically do utility relocations before we are allowed to dig, as is the state law, there is a member consortium called Ohio 811, and 
uh, we pay as part of that service and uh, request location marking and then they make that location marking. They are short staffed, they have a high demand, they cannot mark 700 plus locations for us as part of the NED program. Uh, and they said initially that they thought that they could and then they came back and said that they can participate in it but can't cover all of them in the time frame that we need them to in order to stay on target for the fall planned install of the trees. So we uh, are contracting using part of the NED budget with a private underground marking company to supplement uh, 811 call before you dig services so that we can keep the project on track and so this is my request to you for authorizing that contract, which is uh, $15,980. It's an up to. Uh, Ohio 811 is, uh, this is going to be a lower amount because Call Before You Dig, Ohio 811 is going to be doing part of it. We just don't know how much they're going to be able to do. Any questions? Okay. All right, so this, these, these four emergency resolution pa passages require three readings. So I've heard the first reading. May I have a motion and a second to dispense with the so second moved. reading? Second, do I hear second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. We've dispensed with the second reading. May I have a motion and a second to pass the resolution? So moved. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. We've passed the resolution. May I have a motion and a second so to declare moved. an emergency? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Thank you. The second resolution is a resolution of necessity for street lighting for Murray Avenue East, dispensing with the second reading and declaring an emergency. Um, with the uh, pending redevelopment of the firehouse and the recent extension of Plain of the Murray Path to Plainville and the housing explosion and cycling explosion in our community. Um, there have been just a few incidents along Murray Avenue East in the block between Plainville and Berwick that we want to improve safety through lighting for evening because cyclists and vehicles and dogs and strollers and the accompanying humans are commingling now on that route. And so we're looking at putting just a few additional lights on existing poles, no new, no new poles. Uh, township law requires whenever we add street lighting that we come before the trustees. So that is my request. Any questions? I have a quick comment. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think you're reading my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to talk about this for a long time and because it is dark in there and you see it when we have our parties, right? So this, mm -hmm. I think everyone will love this. This is great. We have a streets, a full streetscape um, plan that we will bring, once we have the firehouse open, we will bring forward a request to you to fund a streetscape plan that will take the streetscape improvement theme that already start has already been put into place along Plainville and turn it around the corner and go down Murray. It will include additional street trees and decorative street lighting. And in the interim, we need basic safety lighting. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so you've heard the first reading. May I have a motion and a second to dispense with the second reading? So moved. Second. Roll call. 
Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. We've dispensed with the second reading. May I have a motion and a so second moved. to pass the resolution? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? We've yes. passed the resolution. May I have a motion and a second? <laughs> so moved. <laughs> to invoke the emergency clause. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. We're sticklers for the rules here. I mean. <laughs> it's all here. Well, as a reminder, the auditors uh, we're, do, we're good. do we're pull good. tapes uh, and we're, we're, uh, read minutes. Good. Okay, right. so. <laughs> yeah, anybody, anybody that knows me knows here. this is tough for me. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, so the, the third emergency resolution, yeah, I see it in practice. Uh, yeah, I know. Authorizing the purchase of one 2022-2022 John Deere curb runner leaf machine to replace 2,000 leaf machine. <laughs> Mm. For leaf collection and recycling program, dispensing with the second reading, declaring an emergency. Uh, as I mentioned with the pandemic, we're having difficulty uh, not only securing vehicles, we're a year behind on the snow uh, and ice dump truck in taking delivery uh, that we purchased last year. Uh, we, our leaf machine continues to break down. It has exceeded its life cycle. It is on our, was on our 10-year capital improvement plan for vehicle improvement equipment, sorry. A lot of 10-year plans to be replaced and because of the short fall and availability, we are just now getting our hands on one and so we have to make an immediate commitment in order to secure this one. The total cost, we already had budgeted this year for 45,000. You may have heard of inflation, so it is um, 55,000 plus a $600 um, um, delivery and other fees uh, so uh, we already had the bulk of it in the budget so we had an adjustment on the supplemental appropriation to go up just a little bit and then we will uh, trade in our existing one for a five thousand dollar credit so um, again part of our inventory we have for vehicles we have it for machinery and equipment we have it for police vehicles we were on the phone half an hour this week about two police vehicle issues uh, so this is part of how we schedule replacements so that we're not spending too much time on uh, maintenance, a lot of downtime so that we can keep our services moving. Do I have any questions? Uh, so you've heard the first reading. May I have a motion and a second to dispense so with the second reading? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. We've dispensed with the second reading. May I have a motion and a second so to pass the resolution? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. The resolution is adopted. May I have a motion and a second to declare an emergency? So moved. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. On this 80-something degree day, our last emergency resolution is purchasing road salt for winter. <laughs> Authorizing purchase of up to 300 tons of road salt at $71.78 per ton for the 2022-2023 winter season, dispensing with the second reading and declaring an emergency. So moved. We have, a, we, have an, we have an opportunity every year to buy road salt at a lower price before it goes up in the fall. So this is standard. Uh, any questions? You heard the first reading. We have a motion and a second to dispense with the we second. We need road salt. So moved. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kvicki. Yes. Ms. Hughes. Yes. We've dispensed with a second reading. May I have a motion and a second? So moved. To pass the resolution. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kvicki. Yes. Ms. Hughes. Resolution is, a, I'm sorry. Yes. Resolution is adopted. May I have a motion and a second to so declare moved. an emergency? Second. Roll call. 
Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. All right, we have three first readings with uh, dispensing with the second reading, and then we have one final second reading, and we are done. Um, recall when we first, in 2020, uh, the trustees decided to renovate the existing firehouse. We've been working through uh, multiple channels in order to get to the plan stage uh, and then prepare to go to final plan and bid. Uh, I wrote a flurry of grants that fall and now that we are close to starting to need to draw down the money, the county has had a number of staff changes and so we are on the same um, planet now in terms of having agreements that we can execute. So I have two agreements. We've already talked in detail at prior meetings about these grants through the county for the firehouse. The total of the grants exceeds 365,000 total toward of, of the grants that we received. So both of these, I'll read them separately and we'll vote on them separately, but both of them are to now allow me to ink the agreements and move forward to begin to draw down the funds, which is just, just a separate process from the pre-apps that we did a while back. So the first is authorizing the administrator to prepare and submit the application to participate in the Hamilton County Community and Economic Development Assistance Program, CDAP, to execute contracts as required for Madison Place Firehouse redevelopment and dispensing with the second reading. Do you have any questions? Okay. So I have uh, read the title, may have a motion and a second to dispense with the second reading. Send me. Second. Oh. <laughs> Keep on your toes. Mixing it up. Okay. Roll call. Uh, Ms. Hughes. <laughs> yes. Mr. Kabicki. Oh. Yes. Mr. Lamar. Yes. <laughs> may have a motion to pass the resolution, and a second to pass the resolution. Send me. Second. Uh, Ms. Hughes. Yes. Mr. Kabicki. Yes. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Okay. You change that up too. <laughs> Second grant um, resolution authorizing the administrator to prepare and submit an application to participate in the Hamilton County Community Development Block Grant Program, CDBG, and to execute contracts as required for the Madison Place Firehouse redevelopment and dispensing with the second reading. This one, the prior one was for construction expenses. This one is specifically to put an elevator and toward the cost of putting an elevator in the firehouse so that people can navigate from the lower level to the main level to the upstairs um, uh, township areas. So I have uh, read the title, may have a motion and a second to dispense with the second reading. Second. Roll call. Oh, sorry, Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kabicki. Yes. Ms. Hughes. Yes. May I have a motion and a second to pass the resolution? So moved. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. All right, almost there. Authorizing an agreement for professional communication services to coordinate public information sharing with residents and businesses, authorizing the administrator to enter an agreement with Chandra Buswell and dispensing with the second reading. Chandra already is under an administrative contract for our uh, community events. We share her with one more thing that we share with Fairfax. She does the same for Fairfax. Because of uh, our current workload with the firehouse redevelopment with Ned and other matters, um, we would like to expand Chandra's services to us to help do uh, the assembly for the, the next Voice magazine that we will send out and get on a more regular schedule with those. 
uh, and she has that expertise and will help us on those. And so, uh, because I already have an administrator contract, I come to the trustees for additional authorization to bring her on board for the additional duties. Uh, and then her proposed contract is actually this, at the same billable as the uh, community engagement and events. Do I have any questions? Oh, okay. She's been great. She's been mm -hmm. invaluable. Yes, and, and she really takes a lot of the pack off of the, the, my back and uh, the, our staff's back so that we can actually pick up the speed on some of the other major capital projects that we're working on. So she's been a godsend to uh, have come across. And I thank Jen, Jenny Kaminer, the administrator of Fairfax, because I was reaching out looking for someone in Jenny. Jenny said, graciously said, we'll share her. <laughs> and Chandra graciously said, I'll, I'll add extra time. Uh, to our schedule. I'll, I'll add like some of the other people that are employed here. You don't get you don't just get Chandra. You get her whole family. Mm -hmm. Yes. Her whole family was there. Volunteers. Volunteering all day long. Everybody. So yeah. I don't know five or six of them. It was a lot of help. So. And she works weekends, evenings. Uh, always available. So I have read the title. May I have a motion and a second to dispense with the second reading. So moved. Second. Okay, uh, Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kabicki. Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. May I have a motion and a second to pass the resolution? So moved. All right. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Thank you. We're giving you every combination. Mixing it up. Mm -hmm. Final resolution of the evening. I know everybody is sad about that. <laughs> This was, might have been a record packet. I'm not sure. I was thinking back of our 2020 fall cares when everything hit and you needed a resolution to go to the bathroom almost under cares. So all the emergency declarations and all the grants and all of the, the rules, it was an interesting time. But this, came, this comes close to um, um, some of those packets and the hours that we spent on behalf of our, our residents and businesses. This is a second reading on the... Um, Walton Creek, 4040 Walton Creek, Dial Residential Apartment Complex TIF that we're going to set up so that we can capture new revenues off that apartment complex and use to improve roads, parks, trails in the area and uh, also use for um, uh, fire capital improvements and other things like that that are important as our community continues to grow. So this is an opportunity where we have new development and we're going to have new revenues off the new development that we can capture and, and invest in very targeted areas to bring the biggest bang to our residents and our businesses. So I did a full rundown on this in our prior meeting and all I need to do today is to do a second reading of the title and then if there are no questions we'll, we'll um, pass. A resolution declaring improvements to certain parcels of real property in Columbia Township to be a public purpose under Section 5709.73B of the Ohio Revised Code, exempting such improvements from real property taxation, declaring certain public improvements to be necessary for the further development of those parcels, and establishing a tax increment equivalent fund TIF. Any questions? Uh, so this is a second reading only, so uh, I only need a motion and a second to pass the resolution. Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. My okay. work is done. I, okay. I have a quick question on this one. Mm -hmm. This causes a notice <coughs> to be given to the Marymount School it, it District. It did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that typical for 
We have to notify school districts? We, we notify school districts <coughs> as part of state legislation whenever we establish a TIF. And uh, if we establish a TIF where we capture a higher percentage of the taxes that otherwise are new to the project, then the schools uh, have the option to collect taxes directly. This is a TIF where for various reasons, the net is actually 25%, and then the other taxes will be paid to all the, the agencies. Okay. So as a courtesy, the state law requires a notice to the school district. Okay, thank you. And so we also do Great Oaks as the yep. joint VOTAC. So we know. So we do the first reading at one meeting, and then we have a 30-day comment period, and during that comment period, all the required notices are mailed I have signatures back from Marymount Schools and Great Oaks that they have no interest, that this is perfectly fine with them. Glad okay. to hear it. And then we incorporate that into the signed resolution after this meeting. Great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next, I make a motion that we approve uh, payment of the bills, bank reconciliation, and financial reports. Do I hear a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. And then I make a motion that we sign the minutes and resolutions. Do I hear a second? Second. Okay. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. And then last but not least, I make a motion that we adjourn. Do I hear a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Thank you. Thanks for all the hard Thanks, work. Everybody. Great meeting. That was an efficient resolution path.